Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 14th episode of the Exploring Antinatalism podcast, a podcast all about the subject of antinatalism created by antinatalists. My name is Amanda Oldfansukanik, also known as Forever Wolf Films on YouTube, and today I'm speaking with the remarkably talented antinatalist one-man musical force of nature, Creep. For my insanity, there was one time where I wanted to be happily married with kids. But actually, I explained myself exactly why I put all the darkness into a innocent head. The baby would be better off, never exist instead. Why the fuck would I have a child in this generation? So it can of my ugly voice face an imagination. All the baby would be fed to spit to taste in this latration. Why give love to a baby? Why do that to a baby? So hey there, creep. Welcome to Exploring Antinatalism. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm all good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate picking me up in the intro. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, can you start us off by just telling me a little bit about yourself and what you do, the work that you do? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm 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 Charles. That's my normal name, but yeah, um, I'm creep which is my music, and uh, it's basically, I guess, in a nutshell, the long haul of it is basically um, be about being 100% myself. Um, I guess a lot of my life, because um, I've generally always just been a different person, obviously I have a few tattoos now and I look a bit different, but I always have just been a different person, even when I look like a basic bitch. And, uh, and it's sort of about that, like some people might look or treat me like I'm a creep, well, I'm, I'm quotation, quote, like, creep. <laughs> people call me, people call me a creep and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So, um, it's sort of about sort of just turning that into a positive thing and turning, um, and think, and sort of stepping back from it and going, oh, wait a minute, me being different isn't exactly a bad thing. Maybe there is a positive side to my negative and so on. And my music's basically about that, turning my negative, more thoughts and emotions and beliefs into something positive. Or at least something expressive and trying to better myself and my music and make something that means something. So that's, that's generally in a kind of nutshell. Obviously not every song will be a masterpiece or so on. Maybe some might even be a freestyle. It just is what it is. Yeah, but yeah. That's, it, that's, it is what it is. I'm 100% myself. I don't believe in being 50% fake, 50% real. I'm either 100% or... Or otherwise, if I pick the other path, I pick just a hundred percent fake, and I'll just get money and hustle and just fuck girls every week or some shit, and then <laughs> get a crappy job and just get as much money as possible. But I pick the other, I pick the other thing, and obviously yeah, yeah. I'm facing the positive, I'm facing the consequences for positive and for negative. And uh, yeah, that's that's me, and that's that's essentially my music. Awesome. Yeah. So you took the creep ma name as a way of basically like embracing this negative, turning yeah, it into a positive. I'm yeah. Thinking, yeah. I'm a fucking creep. Uh, it's fucking good. Like, I look fucking good. And music, <laughs> shit. I'm not shit. I'm not dumb. I'm not fucking ignorant. I'm not ugly. I look fucking. Right. I'm fucking dumb. I have something to say, and it's sort of about that and like self confidence and self love and shit, and not letting them win and get the yep. best of you. Type shit. It's like it's about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love that. Hence, um, songs like where I talk about antinatalism, talk about things people don't have the balls to talk about or don't even even think or fathom it, and so on. Like, right. I'm Paul. Like, I didn't even know, have a clue what antinatalism was. Like, I was just someone that just I think a lot that came to my conclusion. Mm -hmm. 
I've been diagnosed with dyspraxia, so it might be a reason to it. I guess it's a gift and a curse. Like, I kind of daydream a lot. So the positive is I actually think a lot about things, but the negative is like, okay, I want to do my music now. I'll play my video games or chill, but I'm too busy thinking about too much stuff or right, thinking right. about things I'm not in control of. Stuff. Yeah, it's like that type of shit, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so uh, how did exactly, like, as a music project creep begin? When did you start writing music for this project? Um... Well, I've always made different music. I didn't know whether I'd like the name Creep came to me kind of later on. I've been making music since, well, I've been technically writing my own song since 12, and it's obviously changed a lot since the age of 12. I'm 22 now, so it's literally 10 years ago. Um, I've always liked metal music. I've, um, I've always liked rap as the, uh, the, um, the genre itself, and I've, and, I, and I've had a quite a confliction with the culture of it, because obviously a lot of it's quite toxic and yeah. stupid and all this yeah. stuff. But I, you know, over time, I've grown to appreciate certain things about the culture and certain things about, and so on. Um, when, when I decided to want creep, I think I, I used to have an old friend that I kind of I fell out with now, but um, we'll kind of just think of my name, because I, I couldn't think of a name before it was just Charlie Harris or Charles Harris, because I didn't have a name for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously at college, I was even like a social outcast then, even though even though at the college it was everyone was a socially geek outcast, but they kind of chose to try and take themselves seriously and be up and yeah. set when we're all just as shit as each other type shit. Yeah, like the bu- like the bully becomes the like the bully in a, in a sense, but not if, if you get what I mean. Yeah. It's not as in they're bullying me, but they have that kind of mentality. Right. Um. So like. Yeah, like, um, well, for example, actually, it happened right when I first became, like, Creep officially as the name, I decided to do it, I think, I think it was right after there was a moment in my life where um, I slit my throat. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, like, I, att- like, I attempted suicide and stuff. Um, yeah, one, one day I tried to walk in front of the train tracks and then, like, one fucking prick fucking rang the police and then it was like that unlucky like the police literally stopped the train tracks type shit so oh, I, shit. that happened and then like a few days later then like i slipped my throat and as, as people think it's not as easy as you think like um like no. technically not even meant uh not even mentally or emotionally just literally as in i slipped my throat apparently it was uh three centimeters deep like that's that's fairly holy shit yeah, yeah. And that's really I, deep. I, I was aiming for the, you know, the jugular. Well, I was, yeah. You know, I was doing my research about that type of shit, and it's still, for better or for worse, I don't know just yet. I still didn't do it. It was the same yeah. time that, that I was going through that, and I was kind of in like a very emotional, kind of desperate state. When I was younger, like, like I, I naturally did kind of like would self harm for attention because like I want to be loved and all that kind of stuff. And I guess I found out like the most hard, like the most brutalist way or the hard way that no one at least for me like no one gives a shit about you at all and like they would you yeah. wouldn't not care if you were here or not type shit um so um it's so apart from my mom that's literally the only here reason i'm here today that's yeah the lyrics on my arm the only reason i put up with this life is my mom which lyrics like my favorite songs i tell her from um and it's around then i i yeah i uh I was around those kind of emotions and, you yeah. know, I had quite, I started to have quite a nihilistic, narcissistic outlook type shit. And then, and then that's where I discovered, oh, wait, why am I trying to get love from other people type shit? Why am I trying to, like, please other people? 
and then and then it, it still took a couple of years to really like have self-respect and learn to love myself and stop fronting for like pussy or anything or friends or any of it yeah um and then yeah that's that's like the name where, where it kind of um came like that's when creep became creep basically yeah yeah uh, yeah but how incredible you took all of it and you put it into your art and i mean I, I i i one of the things i like so much about your work is it's so candid you're so genuine and candid about the experiences this, that you uh, um, had in your life what's um candid mean by the way it, just very honest very upfront yeah you know, you're it, it, there's no pretense pure pure yeah i just literally say how it is and i try yeah. to it is digestible and understandable as it is especially if i'm going to talk about a complicated subject why would i try to sugarcoat and try exactly. to and overcoat it and shit. Yeah. Some people might see it as cringy and that, but at the same time, I'm aware of that. No. But I don't fuck shit. I'm doing it. That's how it fucking is, sort of shit. Yeah. I prefer that to some stunty front shit because that's them trying to stunt for fucking social accept, like social acceptance and love. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Fight, I... Yeah. People. So that's yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm so sorry, but yeah, no, it, it's yeah. hard. It would be it would be hard for me to call it cringe in any kind of way. First of all, the production value is really great. I mean, the editing is great. I mean, everything is just very well, professional um, and very someone, powerful. Yeah, yeah I appreciate. For someone that does everything myself, yeah, I've learned everything myself. I produce all my beats. I edit all of my videos. And I obviously do my own lyrics and recording and stuff in my my bedroom. This is my studio. And I oh, used yeah. to over yeah. my head. I'm, I'm, I'm slamming as fuck. So um, I think for my circumstance, because uh, uh, music is primarily production value and crisp shit, but obviously a lot of people just go to studios or have people make beats for them, which makes it then sound cleaner so that it's kind of like cheating in a way. So yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not to the standard it, it needs to be for like the, to get on channels and to properly promote it as in, because that's all they care about type shit. Right, but yeah, yeah. I, know, I know my production value isn't even that bad, and I know every single other part of my music, and it's mean, and it's better than this trash, this other trash that's out there. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just briefly, like, uh, you know, what what have been your musical influences in your life, man? I knew you talked a little bit about oh, metal and rap, yeah. but what do you like listening to? Um, yeah, yeah um, well, when I was younger, it was um, a lot of Metallica, a lot of classics, uh, Iron Maiden, Slipknot, Corn. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah. they're amazing. Um, yeah, they they inspire me a lot with the uh, the the song side, like the composition, like a variety of structure, like different parts of the song, verses, and all these different uh, things, melody, rhythm, and med all is very good and complex and diverse with that spectrum. Yeah. And um, I guess lyrically, like rap side, um, I think big inspirations have been actually quite recent artists I discovered. But the, the guy, it sounds generic as fuck, but um, I'm a massive stan. So the person that got me into rap in the first place is Eminem. Yeah. Obviously, not all of these songs are masterpieces, but when they are, they are fucking tip top tier shit. No one can shit on Eminem, especially when he's at his best. He's obviously like a fucking legend and shit and amazing. And um, I guess other rappers, um, there's a guy, he's uh, been blowing up kind of, re well, he's he's doing very well quite recently, but not as well as he should deserve, called Maxo Cream. Okay. And he's, um, and he seems like a genuine rapper. I think he's like literally in like uh, the, 
there's there's the is it the Crips and the Bloods? The Crips are the blue guys, is it? In America, the gangster. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think he's yeah, like think he's so. like he's cripping as as I think that it's uh, yeah like mm-hmm. he's like he's like he's genuine as well. He speaks like real shit. Yeah. It, like either he's like a perfect actor, which I really don't believe it, or he's just speaking that real shit. Obviously, I like I like that real shit. Yeah. I love Joyner Lucas. Uh, a bit of his new stuff has been a little bit questionable or a bit cringy-ish, but um, and um, Young Ma. Do you know Young Ma? No, I don't. No. Um, she's like a massive. Um, she's like really big. Um, uh, I think she's. I can't remember exactly where she's from in America, but she's um like a lesbian rapper. But she's just okay. She, she has the best combination of both. Like she has that kind of like swag, drip kind of party type shit, but. It's not nice. in a crap way. She's good at that, but she's yeah. also good at doing that real shit. And she's like, and she's sort of like me. Like she says, like she makes like bars like about like she lost her brother, and she'll just say that in every song she wants to. And I'm kind of like that in my music. Yeah. Well, if I want to say I'm only here for my mom, I live for my mom in every song. That's still better than like, oh fuck your bitch, you got drip in every song. So right, I because it's real. Yeah. If I want to fucking say it every time I want, I need to, if I want to say I slip my wrists in every song, then fuck you, I'm going to say it type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Eminem because I was uh, listening, especially to some of your older tracks, I could like really hear the Marshall Mathers yeah, that, influence. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm glad double, I was right, actually. Yeah. Double syllable rhymes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, well, at, at the expense of possibly making myself look incredibly uncool, but for the purpose of uh, some of our audience that might know, not know these terms, like what, what is trap and what is uh, degent, if, I, if I'm pronouncing okay. that right? All right, well, well trap is, um, I guess for anyone that doesn't know, it's practically what hip-hop is, at, or at least at the moment, it's modern hip-hop. Yeah. When you hear the... Yeah. That's sort of like trying to... And, and the bass going... Boom, boom, or whatever. That's, that's trap. Um like a lot of pop music you hear, or even I think even practically R&B is trap now. Um, when I was doing it, it was at least only big in America. Now it's a worldwide, ridiculously big thing. And it, I, I have a feeling it may, it's a chance it could die like any minute now. But it keeps, it's been going since like 2012 at least. And it's yeah. as strong as ever, at least at the moment. Uh, but it might, it may take the dubstep route, but so far it's lasted way longer than dubstep. I don't know. Push or just yet, degent, or um, how it's supposed to be technically pronounced is gent. Okay, is um, a subgenre of progressive metal, and uh, the the band that um, originated it is a band called Meshuggah. And uh, it's oh based- sure, okay, yeah, like it's uh, primarily a kind of percussive. It's it's technically a technique you do on the guitar where you kind of palm mute it, but in a specific way, so it has a more of a scratch sound okay. and. Uh, the, and it's primarily uh, complicated technical music, which is the inspiration from prog, prog rock or metal, and um, has a lot of thing called a eight string or seven string or a nine string guitar, where they have um, yeah. an electric guitar, but they add certain trebleish kind of bass notes, so it's like really low, and then they'll do like really low notes and really high notes type of thing. And it's like when I do like the my bit where I do that in the music electronically, yeah. there's really low. 808 and then really high 808 and that's the inspiration of that and i'm trying to mix it with you know trap music which is okay. electronic type so so uh yeah and there's also another thing called full which is an underground genre of gen um which is um inspi- um which started from one of my fa- well my favorite gen band called Vild- Vildjata or Vildjata okay. and um 
yeah, and I'll, they're a big inspiration as well. Okay, that's excellent. That, yeah, that's a great explanation. Yeah. Yeah, I try my best. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, so, uh, moving a little bit into uh, the subject of antinatalism, um, how did you first learn about antinatalism? When did you first hear the word? You know, for the first time, well, and how long have you been an antinatalist? I guess I'll. I guess I'll do it as in my story of sure. like, when I believed in it and what happened and when it came to or where, where I am now with my thoughts of it or whatever. <sighs> Um, I guess, well, because I like I said before, because uh, of my dyspraxia, just the way I think, I, I daydream a lot, I think about a lot of crap yeah. in general, whether it would be productive or not, it's what I do. Um, I think, obviously, I, I'd, I'd think about the subject on and off for a few years. When I was younger and in my teens, like 15, 13 and so on, I did, I would, I did like the idea of having children, like obviously everyone does, like bringing in a new life and... Um, trying to give your your knowledge to it and and give it a fulfilling life and having something to love and nurture and that obviously it's a nice picture and that um but I, i'd really I'd, I'd really think about it and then um the well obviously now there's multiple reasons because obviously it's quite a massive subject so there's multiple reasons where i can be like fair enough but i believe this type of thing yeah i think the, the first thing that really convinced me I kept to be like, oh, okay, I think I really, I think I don't want to have this. And I, when I decided that I, I would try my best to get a vasectomy, but for some reason in the UK, they really, really frowned upon it. Um, mm. You're a certain age, even people in their thirties with four kids can find it very hard to get a vasectomy, which yeah. obviously it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, Absolutely. My opinion. Um, I think I, um, the, I guess the first reason that uh, made me think of it is, um, well, I guess, you know, I guess I'll just say my reason now. I think it's basically the same thing. It's basically life is like a gamble, you know? Yeah. There's a lot that can go right and there's a lot can go wrong. And people can be very successful and achieve and do what they want. And some people, unfortunately, don't. And obviously, because we, um, we can't calculate and we don't know all the specifics of motions and our let's say soul as you say or whatever you want to how take it think of it yeah. we can't we can't measure our emotions we can't ever fully know or at least not at the moment or maybe ever how someone really feels about something because someone can have the hardest life ever and for them it will feel worth it and someone can have the easiest going in life and for them unfortunately unluckily it's not worth it and for some people they they're able to they're able to get through it some people aren't and i think i kind of realized that and realize the potential at risk and how unstable life can potentially be and um, yeah. how, how we're not in control of everything and things that can go wrong. And I've been someone that's obviously negative and dark and, and like when I was younger, I'd look at dark things and obviously I haven't had, I'm not, it's not competition, but I haven't had the best life nor the, nor the worst life, but I've had a life I haven't enjoyed and I've had stuff yeah. that's affected me type of thing. And uh, I guess like the my general, like the general thing that convinces me the most is just the, the gamble of it. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to take that responsibility. And even if I ever did and would want to be a parent, there's always the option of adoption. And to me, yeah, no, wait, wait. That that was the thing that stopped. That that's the thing that made me decide. It was um, when you create a life, um, you're creating the responsibility. You're making it real. So anything that happens yeah. to the kid 
technically it's potent it's technically your fault because you made it happen. Whereas if yeah. you didn't create it, then everything is the world's fault because it already existed in the first place and whatever it would turn into or the child would turn into or experience um would be the world's fault because you didn't create it, but you you planted the seed essentially. You planted the yeah. seed to grow the tree. And if someone's gonna cut down that tree and the tree's like, ow, oh, you're fucking cutting me down. Ow, oh, don't stop or whatever, you know. Right. Um right. Yeah, that was the main thing that made me decide, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't want to do this. And I, I want to present to me. And um, I tried my best to convince the doctors. I literally paid for a private doctor £200 for a consultation. And he still wow. denied it. And it was very annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was willing to obviously pay £800 on top of it for the procedure. Um, I would. I think I, we we spoke or we, we debated it in a sense. uh or I tried to convince him for at least an hour to perhaps two. I think it was maybe at least an hour, hour and a half. And um, he was basically saying stuff like, oh, I went, like he was a guy, apparently he had a bit of fame on the news, or he was on the news once just because he did it to a 24-year-old or 25-year-old. And okay. it was apparently that, because England, because English culture is so petty and stupid and like <laughs> react over little petty things. Yeah. Obviously, something as little as that. Oh, you gave a 25-year-old a vasectomy, how dare you? And then obviously, oh, shit. he tried to say in a professional way, but he was basically saying, I don't want to ruin my reputation of my job just to give you a vasectomy because I'll be on the news again or I might lose my reputation of my job and stuff. Um, I think when I was, I think that was around the time I made the Antonatalist song. I okay. Can't, I can't remember, I can't remember if I made it before that, I, I had that consultation or after, or maybe both. I think I may have started it and then finished it. Um... Funnily and annoyingly enough, I remember I made the song and finished it, and then my uh -huh. mouth broke and I lost it all. So the, the <gasps> one I made was yeah. me to completely remake the song all over again. Oh my god! I luckily, kind of just knew practically what it was, but it was a yeah. yeah. That's long. It's just the, the annoyance of being a musician. I, uh, I I I once almost lost an entire movie, so I <laughs> I can I can oh, I was so after months and months and months of working on it so I I could yeah it's oh it's a nightmare. Yeah. I love that song. I've probably listened to it yeah, you know probably about a million times now. I think well, it's amazing. 100 views it perhaps they might all be you and I I, I, I think I, they I, might be. I I did rip it so I've watched it sort of like you know I guess um I guess I'll just I'll let you know like the now like so far like you're my favorite fan just cuz like I saw your shit. No. <laughs> it's like your your content like is so fucking crazy. I was like whoa what the fuck is this? <laughs> Thank you very much. Like, Thank you. And I'm like, well, I have my fans like this. Fuck basic, boring bitches fans. But I have yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, I, uh, I, I, I was. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I've showed you off to like a couple of my friends and shit. Like, yeah, it's got to have these fans now getting that creep call. That's how it's done. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I really, really appreciate that tremendously. Yeah. No, I, I kind of went crazy when I saw that video because, like, the the song is amazing. The video itself is like amazing too. The editing in it, like the use of. Uh, uh, the Man Who Laughs, which is one of my favorite, yeah. great movie, one of my all-time favorite old movies. Seeing it, yeah. Oh, uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the, it was the first, the, you know, like when you get softwares and buy better music software. Yeah, software. yeah. Yeah, that was the first song I made um, on Final Cut Pro when I first bought it. Sure. Uh, obviously, the video's instantly a lot better production value because I'm using a better software, whereas right. before I was sticking to iMovie because, like I said, I'm slumming and I'm broke. And, and obviously, I like tattoos, so at uni, I've basically just fucking spending all my shit on tattoos, and 
obviously. <laughs> it costs a lot of money. Uh, yeah, and, but I guess my logic with that is I'll eventually run out of room and then for the rest of my life I'll be spent throwing all of it into my music. So I'm, I'm just doing it in that logic. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm closer to the stage where I'm just going to start throwing all my money into my music. So hopefully yeah. when I can get my production value be a lot cleaner and better. Yeah. And I'll finally get the fucking Nicole and the fan base I deserve. But let's wait and see. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I would not, it would not surprise me if you, you know, so I hope I'm, you know, I'll be hoping. Well, um, like my music's different and obviously a lot of people are just stupid, don't you? You can't even fathom the fucking, the complexities of it. And obviously people don't like shit that's different and all that shit. And they don't like shit that's low quality, low production value. So like all that shit turns off a large, and I'm broke to even fucking promote it and get it out of there. So yeah, that's sort of basically why I've got my views and shit. Well, what what have you been doing to try to promote your your music? Um, well, because I'm broke, all I have is like Instagram doing yeah. the, the the fucking yeah. You seen Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad? I'm just doing the Jimmy McGill hustle, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I my music's real as it is, and because I don't care or I'm not passionate about promotion, and I hate social media. I'm gonna just fucking I'm gonna do that hustle. I don't give a fuck. I'll just I comment on any bullshit on anyone's shit. Some of it I've actually kind of liked. Some of it so far. Some of it here and there, but obviously a lot of it's shit. And I'm just like, oh, yo, bro, you got, you got to do your hustle, you got to do your thing. Everyone's fucking doing it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are doing it. But again, I'm just fucking telling the same people how it is. And if they don't like it, then, you know, that's their problem, not mine. Right, right. Um, I mean, did you get much of a reaction from other, from antinatalists? Did you reach out to, like, yeah, the antinatalist community at all? I think it's just me and you that know what internet is. Okay, well that'll change. That's well, definitely going to change. I think, I think that's, I guess, my uh, my uh, uh, my opinion on, I guess maybe the way internationalism is advertised to people. Like, okay. I think the first thing is the word itself. Like, I had to Google. I was like, is that a word for someone that doesn't want to have kids? When I was trying to uh, think of a title for the song, and I was like, oh, yeah. I oh, okay, it's an actual thing. I thought I was literally the only one that believed it. Oh, people, interesting. Usually, okay. Because usually people that want kids, they'll just be like, uh, like the, the like normal person. Let's say they'll say they'll just be like, oh, I can't bother just to pay in the bum, which they are. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree with their points as well, but they'll just sure. be like, they can't be bothered yet. But when obviously they get older, and we we will have that biological urge because obviously it's in our in our uh, nature to procreate. Then, because they ain't really thought about it, they'll just go with their feelings. They'll be like, oh, I can't be fucked with that. And then when they get older, they're like, oh, I want to have kids now. Or, or it just happened. They'll just went with it. Yeah, and it'll be like right. that. No one had the opinion I had that, like, what I said and what obviously you believe in what was in the point right. of creating it in the first place and the responsibility of the uh, that person's feelings and, and uh, who they turn into and so on. Yeah. So let me understand. Uh, let me just re like, so you wrote the song and then in trying to title it, that's how you discovered the word antinatalism? Yeah. Antinatalist? And wow. The, okay. The song Why Gift Life to a Baby. That yes. was sort of my just dark, brutal opinion because like, I'm, I'm a kind of guy where literally like everyone, uh, well, it sounds pretentious, but just everyone around me doesn't, they don't like, they don't, not as in an emo way, but they just, they don't listen to me. They don't understand me and nor do, do they care. And I think differently to them, and they think narrow-mindedly. Right. So every time I talk, to, and that's why I try to be as particular with when I talk as possible, yeah. um, because people don't listen. So I try to be as elaborate as I can, can, so people can open up their mind and have a broader 
a perspective on the world and everything around it and obviously have the right to come to their conclusions because I, I believe everyone has the right to do and be what they want. If someone does want to have a kid, then that's fully like they have all the right to do it. Just like if I want a tattoo or whatever, or if I want to slap a booty, I have every right to do it type shit. As long as it's, a, as long as it's not breaking the law and you're not hurting anyone, do whatever the fuck you want, be whatever the fuck you be, and think whatever the fuck you want to think and believe. Um, yeah. I, I can tell I'm getting a bit rambly and I've lost no, my... it's okay. You're fine. Um, well, well I'd, I'd love to ask you about Why Give Life to a Baby, because that's my other favorite track of yours. And I... And, um, I, I Sorry. The <laughs> one reason I, I really responded to your work in general and perhaps even this song specifically is even though, I mean, obviously you are exploring some very dark subject matter, uh, mm. which I also love. There is this like is a great sense of compassion in your lyrics and in uh, that song specifically. There's such compassion in those lyrics. I mean, just the simple yeah. statement of why do that to a baby? You know, that's what the oh, song like ends on. Uh, yeah, and it's it's just so powerful. So, I mean, can you tell me a little bit about when you wrote that song? Um, well, yeah, I, I guess with I guess that that kind of is the word thesis. Is that right? That kind of opinion sure. or that um, I guess with me, it's like uh, because I am myself and I, I I do what I believe in and what I believe is right and wrong or what I care about, what I don't care about. Um, that means necessarily I'm not. I guess I'm 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 kind of like in between. I don't I I still can't tell. Well, I think I'm I, I'm figuring it out, but it's like I can't sometimes tell if I want to be a good person or a bad person. Mm -hmm, and for mm -hmm. me, I think uh, when I speak like about fucked shit or I say something bad, but then I may say something with maybe a moral purpose, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess it's because for me, it's like a mixture. I think with me, with uh, my my philosophy on. Of being moral or benevolent or evil or whatever you want to call it is um yeah i think for me it's like if if i don't trust someone and don't know someone or if i kind of know i don't like someone and i know like there's not enough like say there's someone that has a lot of good to them but then they uh shoot up a school or something or they rob a bank and do something really really bad yeah um i kind of don't give a shit about their backstory i don't have compassion for that person because they've done because everyone has a positive and negative to them. Everyone has a good side. No one is perfect, but no one is pure evil either. Sure. So obviously, when I dislike someone for myself and my own opinion, or dislike something or don't believe in something, I, or I don't care about something, I just truly do or don't. So Because I'm not trying to... Because I'm trying to be myself. I'm not trying to... Um, like, I won't... Like, I won't... I won't have a wife and kid just because everyone else wants me to have a wife and kid and like front that and look that's the right thing to do. I right. do what makes me feel good. So like my look with people is like I may sometimes be a bad person and do bad things, but if I don't care about it, I don't care about it. And it's after that. And as long as I'm not breaking any laws and anything so morally wrong, then it's just up to someone else's opinion. It's their problem. They can deal with it type shit. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's why my music lyrically can be quite conflicting or maybe in a sense hypocritical hypocritical because it's like obviously i'm growing and evolving all the time trying to figure out myself and become the best person i'd be since there's no limit to improvement yeah uh, so um so yeah it's sort of confusing because like i have a pure it's like things it's like what, what i say in my music is real like when i say like some really fucked shit like i want to rope this bitch leave a bleeding in a ditch and that sometimes in my darkest times 
Like, mm-hmm. it gets my dick hard to think of some fuck shit, and sometimes I have so much hate for someone or mm-hmm. something that, that obviously I try to control, obviously trying to, but I just do have that general hate. Like, you know there's people where they'll be like, oh, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I'm, I'm the mm-hmm. type where, like, I would wish that on my worst enemy. People, like, I've slit my own throat and survived, and obviously that was a hard thing to go through, but the people I hate the most in my life, I would like them to feel that, because I genuinely hate them that much. Sure. Okay, I understand that. It's not like a moral thing, but at the same time, I'm trying to be who I want to be. So I'm not trying to be necessarily morally right and good, bad or good. So that's sort of the conflict of that. But with antinatalism, if I become something terrible, if I ruin my own life, at least I only ruin my own life, not a fucking other. And because I am the way I am and believe the way I am, I believe, well, I don't want to have a kid. And it's probably for the best I don't have a kid and and blah, 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 and so on. But yeah, Yeah. I guess that's why my music uh tonally like morally can be a bit conflicted and up and down like one song i'll say like i'll do an xx like a rapper diss track and be like oh why are you beating this bitch and another song i'll be like i want to fucking stab a bitch and fucking grope a bitch so then, and then i'm sort of technically in a sense or in a social convention sense i'm being like a hypocrite in a way well no, i think you do a really interesting job of kind of holding that tension of the opposite yeah, like I, I i i not enough people work through or deal with their their internal darkness very well i mean it's you know and that's been a that's been an important thing for in my art too it's like you know i've got a lot of awful things going on in my head and art is the place to put that but but the thing that i that i respect is that like you also have this very high understanding of imposition and risk and you wouldn't put all that darkness into a new a new mind you know and that really does come through really beautifully i think um yeah, I, well, I guess it's like, uh, I think, well, the difference between me and, let's say, to give an example, I did an XX diss track, and it's this rapper, and he was, te- and the reason I was pissed, and I wrote it drunk, so I couldn't be fucked, I actually cared too much about a diss track, um, but yeah, he was someone that um, that had the bad thoughts, but he gave in to his instinct, and he actually did it, the, the yeah. thing I'm trying to do in my music, and give out, is you can think the most fucked up shit, you can think about raping a kid, or any, the worst things you can think of, but as long as it's in your head, it's fantasy and you're not doing anything wrong. It's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. But if you do something, then this when you start to be scum. And the worse you do, the worse you are. So mm-hmm. that's what I do my music. I'm trying to like, this is me. This is how I feel and this is what I think. But I'm going to try everything I can to not do it. Sometimes primarily, primarily just to not go to prison room in my life. But sometimes to do it just because it feels fucking wrong. And I feel mm-hmm. with myself afterwards. And I feel guilty. Like when I portray the people I love and so on. And I hate myself. And I... And what I figured out kind of very recently is um, like people may sort of think with their instincts first and not think with their brain less. And people may think with their brain first and their emotions left. Like, oh, no, I need to hold back on my emotions because blah, blah, blah. And they're too much in their head. And then there's people yeah. think too much of their like instinct and then they do stupid shit. And I've sort of recently re- figured out that it needs to be both. They need to work together. That you ne- They need to be just as a just as value type shit. Like, yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to sort of figure out. Because sometimes when something feels wrong, you need to you need to speak up. Or or if it just feels bad, you need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Or you need to think logically about kind of like, what is this that I'm feeling? Why am I feeling it? What am I need to do about it? Is there something I can do about it? And so on. Yeah. But I think what makes the, you know, you're basically saying also on top of that, that it sort of ends with you, you know, and that's, that's, that's the really, that's like the antinatalist part yeah. of that. For me, like, yeah. it's about yeah, you know, not not posing it onto somebody else is like that's 
that's a that's yeah. a missing step. I yeah, think in I'm so many saying, people's yeah, evaluation. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, fucking rapist type shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, because obviously, I, I everyone everyone needs to get over themselves because we're all human and sort sure. of along with each other and like whether you like it or not because we all share the same world. Yeah, we're fucking yeah. not really get on with it. Stop being a racist piece of shit. Stop being a stupid, ignorant, blah blah oh, blah. Yeah. And up yourself. Stop being like, oh, you're a Chad, you're a snob, you're a this and that. And I'm trying. I'm like that myself because British culture is heavily like that. Extremely. Yeah. yeah. It's like a fucking, you know, isn't it's like a high school, like with social system. It's like that everywhere. And in yeah, England, yeah. it's not like that to be popular. It's just like that to not be completely shunned by society. And it's, sure. it's I'm I'm sick of it. So I'm just like, no, fuck you. I'm have a fight. Uh, I'm gonna say what the fuck I want, and and people will sometimes like um, I fixate on things that, like a chad nearly started on me and it like and was talking like aggressive to me and like to try and like fucking fight me because I literally would piss in a bush like that's how petty they are. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sort of getting to the point where okay, if someone's gonna be that petty, then I need to be over petty back and I need to stick up for myself. Oh, you're gonna you want to fight me over me having a piss in the bush? Then like okay, then you fucking and I feel like I need to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, every, every no one's perfect. Everyone needs to get the fuck over themselves, just like me. Like someone that just because you have a job and you're making loads of money doesn't necessarily make you better than someone that's in their NHS making less money, being a nut some shit. Just as much as it doesn't make you less of a person if you're just uh, you 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 got depression, you don't want to fucking do shit you like. Just as much as it doesn't make you different if you choose to be whatever the fuck you want. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Very- the ri- yeah. Sorry, sorry, what did you say? I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Thankfully, I keep forgetting <laughs> points. No, 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 it's good. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. Um, the original video for that song, um, Why Give Life to a Baby, was taken off of YouTube, if I remember correctly. Um, wh- why did that happen? Did you ever find out exactly the reasons why? Well, it has a lot of real gore and gratuitous shit. It said okay. I think it's the same shit like it promotes self harm. I'm actually thinking because at the time I had a slit throat and scars, okay. and I was kind of like flexing it as in like, "You yeah, fuck you, I'm gonna do my thing." Because yeah. if I, I only, I've only covered up these scars because I don't want my mum to see it. Because obviously it's not fair for her to see that. It's literally the only reason. Otherwise, I would be flexing it and fucking rubbing that in everyone's face. If I wanted to live without my mum, which I don't, but. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, and they said it. They said they they took it down because it promotes self harm. And so I'm thinking they literally did it because I literally just had scars on me. I think maybe. And I'm okay. Like, what the fuck? That's fucked up. And that made me think. What? So if someone's a YouTuber or wants to be a YouTuber and have like slits and shit, they can't be it because they'll just maybe take the videos down. But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a problem with uh, social media at the moment and uh, also yeah. platforms and this shit. They keep. Yeah, that's what my music's about. Like they keep trying to shy away and closet all the negative and that's what all yeah. people do they'll be like oh no i'll never think of my daughter i'll never think of anyone wanting to fuck my daughter ever oh, no i'll never think of uh and um and, it, yeah. and for me it's like no we, we will always be there there will always be people in us instinctive bullet lines will never i want to kill people want to steal shit want to do bad things and we can't yeah. we can't fucking shun that shit away right obviously it's just going to build up and it'll be a dice roll and so i might just flip out one day and shoot up a school like people do and shit like that. So just like with antinatalism and genuinely, genuinely everything, we need to stop shying away all the shit and trying to hide what is real and what really happens. So we're like oblivious and naive and stupid and immature to that side. And we're more like, and when we are like that, we're more weak and helpless to it because we don't have any wisdom. We don't know how to prepare 
for anything because we don't yeah. have anything and the potential everyone's everything and the media's trying to shun it away all the time and it's yeah. fucking stupid and i'm also a nihilist i think as well because i don't believe i will actually ever make a difference i'm just here for my mum's sake and i'm just expressing myself because what else am i gonna do I have wife and kids and shit but like yeah that's what i believe at least with that subject people need to fucking stop shunning away and in themselves they need to stop shunning away their dark thoughts and shit yeah, there's always, there's always something positive to learn from everything. There's a positive and negative to everything. There's a famous quote from this, like, uh, there's a thing, there's a, there's a one quote that got me into philosophy and it's kind of changed my outlook on the life a lot. I don't remember it exactly yet. I think it's by a guy called Kieran Zulzengard or some shit. He's German, I'm probably, okay. probably wrong. But essentially the quote is not, this is not it exactly. Is it, but, is it, is it Kierkegaard? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I think so, yeah. So, Zoran Kierkegaard. Think um, so. Yeah, and the the quote it's, it's on a few YouTube uh, pages, and it's like the quote is essentially like "kill yourself, don't kill yourself, you regret it. Get married, don't have, get married, you regret both. Uh, do this and, do, and it, it just carries on like do this and do that. You regret. There's a positive and negative to everything in life, but then there's like a positive to get out of everything in life. So it's something negative, I believe, and I believe obviously parents and people should know about the negative. For an example, if to prevent a child from ever being, um, well, I should, the thing is, I won't use an extreme example because people, I think that's a problem with internationalism, people use two extreme examples and in normal people, let's say, they just see it as in, oh, this person's just a depressed, negative person and obviously uh -huh. because they're denial, they're shunning that away. I'll, I'll give a more genuine example. If you want to pre prevent, let's say, your kid from bullying, let's say, let's go with bullying, that's a common one, or yeah. getting picked on or something, that's something that generally happens to a lot of people. People need to like know that that can happen. So, and I yeah. believe, and obviously, and you need to keep that negativity in mind. So you'd be like, okay, I want my kid to be in a school so he doesn't get bullied and maybe be around positive people. So maybe he would thrive more and so on. And uh, so maybe, and then maybe they would think that okay, let's let's really study the schools. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if this this really uh, have a research. Let's try and read. The, the see if the school seems genuine or trying to put on a smake file, fake smile, seem they're right or not. Do you research and, and stuff if that makes sense? And, um, mm -hmm. and I believe a lot of parents don't have that intellectual knowledge or wisdom at all because obviously there'll be parents that will just be overly strict to kids and then they'll either be passive, submissive little bitches or they'll be rebellious, maybe more like me or something, and then they end up doing what they didn't want them to do and be who they didn't want them to be in the first place and there's still so many naive um kind of stupid people that make a lot of mistakes and even in general in the whole spectrum of it like the human race does make the same old mistakes over and over again we can't learn everything obviously but um i feel parents do really do not learn enough and i think a big part yeah. of is that they don't think of the negative or try to have wisdom and strength over it as in, like, what, and that's why, like, yeah. when I say, like, you need to have, like, the emotional, emotion of, I can't remember my own lyrics exactly, like, the mental stability is strong as a soldier, otherwise the best thing to look at in life's a barrel, it's kind of, like, simply right. like that. You need to be, you need to know the worst things in life, still, if you want to have a child, yeah. you need to know the worst things in life and, and, and at least be aware of it, but then still have whatever belief you want to make the kid thrive and prepare that for the kid, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I believe, I, I believe I, I don't have the capability of stopping a lot of that stuff 
and I believe a lot of pe people and parents never think about this stuff and never think even in this yeah. way. And then the result of that is quite a dice roll. And then obviously there's a lot of cunts in the world, there's a lot of idiots in the world, and a lot of unpredictable. I, I believe in quality over quantity, not that like, let's just have a kid because we feel like it. People, yeah. People, I think I, I believe people need to know a lot of things, have a lot of wisdom before you have a kid, and, and they should have a lot of quite a few reasons to why they want a kid. Like, why do you want a kid? What's because you feel like it? Are you really yeah. about this and thinking it through? Yeah. You, you just got knocked up. Or maybe abortion, maybe a better considerable problem, maybe, like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's, it's stuff like that. And that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the points you're making are extremely important. I mean, and, and I think, yeah, what you're saying is essentially is, yeah, people need to be able to model reality accurately yeah. before That's they bring it, a yeah, new being into the world. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not negativity. I'm not being no, negative. It's reality. I'm things that I experience and things that actually right. happen. It's just right. being realistic. Because, yeah, there's over positivity where people think too positively. Like, like for example, I. I'll go to college and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. College is going to be amazing. I'm being over positive. And when it's the reality of it, it's a bit crap. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh crap. It's not that amazing. Or I'll do it again. I'll go to university. Oh, oh no, university. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to fuck these fit Asian girls nine out of tens. And I'll go, I'll do it. I'll fuck these fit Asian girls nine out of ten. And oh, for me, personally, the way it makes me feel, it's not all that for me. And, um, and that's, that's how I feel in general. A lot of things. It's not that like I have the worst life ever and every single day isn't the worst thing ever, even though some days have been in certain parts of my life. Yeah. But it's just for me, I feel the bad bits and and I feel that hard. And then when I feel the supposed good bits, everyone says is amazing. I don't really enjoy it as much as everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. And with that logic, obviously, people value different things and enjoy different things. Yeah. I may prefer playing a video game than going to a bar and talking shit to no one sure, sure. drunk. Or if I do go to a bar, I might primarily just want to go for sex because I'm, I'm quite a narcissistic or perhaps, perhaps even have some form of a sex addiction and so on and blah, blah, blah. But mm. it's like you can't make people... That's, that's the problem. You can't make people... If something feels wrong to them, it'll always feel wrong to them. But that's why people need to be themselves. They can't be pressured into having a kid and society shouldn't be... Everyone should have wife and kids. That's the normal way it's supposed to be. If you don't do that, then you're like, oh, you're doing worse in life, and blah blah blah. It should yeah. be. It should be. Everyone needs to do whatever the fuck they want and do what they want. Because if, cause for example, if I got pressured so much to having kids and I try to lie to myself, mm -hmm. type of thing, I try to convince myself, and it feels wrong. Like like what I said, fill into your feelings and think think with this and think also with this, but both. Yeah. yeah. If I tried to like use my brain and like, oh, I don't want to look like a fucking, and I was insecure, luckily I'm not, and I'm just myself, but I was like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm doing shit in life because I'm not married yet and I don't have a kid and shit, and then yeah, yeah. that mentality, and then I have a wife and kid, and then for them, the way it makes them feel won't be what they want, so then when they have it, it's a bad environment, it's an unhappy family, and it's potentially a very, potentially unstable and bad uh, thing, and if that makes sense, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I and I I respect the the respect that you have for people's you know individuality and doing yeah, what they believe, want to do. I, yeah. At at the same time, I think like you are speaking a very important message about prevention, and I think you are saying a lot of things that could be very effective in that regard and are very different than nihilism in some yeah, respects. I mean, do you do you do you at all consider your work like a, an act of uh, antinatalist activism or right to die activism? Do you have any interest of, in that? 
it's more like because I believe I'm a nihilist and I believe no, the world really won't ever change and won't ever learn. But I'm just here for my mum. I, I don't enjoy life. And if my, if my mum wasn't here, I literally wouldn't be here in an instant. But I'm here just for my mum because she has insane with bipolar and she will never be able to fathom in a narrow-minded head that, that it would be I, it'd probably... Obviously, I don't know for sure. My life might be amazing one day. But 10 years, it hasn't touched it. And um, that, that would be for the best. So what was mm -hmm. my point? What was, he talk what was the question again exactly? Oh, it's okay. No, it just do you, do you at all consider what you do an act of oh, either anti-natalist yeah. activism or, or a right-to-die yeah. activism as well? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's like what I believe the world should be. It's like what I believe is wrong and right and what I believe should be and what I believe like should happen like I, I believe people should be less this and more this to make the world better type of shit but yeah. because i'm a nihilist i actually don't believe i'm a, i'm ever going to make a difference anyone's going to change but i just because i'm nihilist it's just sort of because i'm trying to think of my feelings when i try to do anything else in life like i might have more fun doing something but because i don't enjoy life that much the enjoyment isn't worth all the effort so i'm I'm trying to do something that feels like it's meaningful, like with my music, but my brain doesn't actually think it's that's the case. But I'm just doing it. What the fuck else am I going to do? I have a wife and kids. No thanks. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. a wife one day. Maybe an adopted kid. But yeah. But that's that's kind of my logic with it. Okay. I never. I've never wanted to get a car. I never cared too much about materialistic shit. I'm broke as yeah. fuck. Minimum wage. And I feel like I'm already spoiled as it is. I got a catalogue of Netflix shows and shit. Yeah, I have uh, a lot of video games and shit. I already have, like, materialistically everything I want. I already have most of the tattoos I want for, like, a lifetime. I don't... Yeah. I've luckily never gave a fuck about that shit. And I luckily um, am immune to embarrassment because my mum is severe bipolar and she just embarrassed me so much to the point where I just got immune to it. If I'd say... if When I was 14, I'd say a girl looked cute in the street or in a cafe. She would go up to that girl and be like, you like to be nice and all that shit. Oh, no. She's like, top tier. <laughs> Uh, so like luckily like the positivity of that is like I luckily just don't give a shit about being embarrassed I've been a loner so I haven't necessarily ever had friends so I don't care about trying to get friends and I'm generally quite picky with people anyway so I might just want to fuck instead or do what the fuck I want to do um, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, I've, I've been brought up with uh, art video games which is a form of art and uh, yeah. film and music and all that stuff and I'm, I've been able to appreciate and experience that stuff like that can educate you and help you with the world and be therapeutic and, 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 and a psychiatrist too in a way as well and, 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 and music and film, like if a film makes you cry and shit, as cheesy yeah. it is, it makes you feel alive and if, if that's the only thing that makes you cry and nothing else in real life does, then, and because and I'm a nihilist and I don't believe anything is the right way or the wrong way, if I feel more fulfillment in a video game and it feels more real than real life, then to me, then fuck it, I'm going to do that and that's... Um, I forgot what your question was in the first place, but that's, that's okay. With people that have kids or people that are a bit ignorant minded, I think when you experience something bad in life, um, no one will ever know how it makes you feel. So like to yeah. them, it's almost like a fantasy. Like if, if I say something extreme, like rape or something like, I remember I'd, I'd say that to like the doctor, I was trying to convince them to get a vasectomy and stuff. And yeah. Well, that that really happens, and they'll have that kind of attitude, like, "Oh, that's right. that often." But I'll yeah. be like, "Yeah, but it's technically real." People are scared of like some fucking ghoul thing out of Insidious or some right. impaled right. kid, 
And even if that happens in real life, you just fucking kick the little kid in the face, fuck off. That's, that's, one, of, that's one of the most insidious parts of human nature is putting putting the bad at arm's length, just pretending yeah. it's not yeah, real. get scared yeah. of a ghost film. But if there was a ghost in real life, it technically wouldn't even harm you that bad. What's it going to do? Fucking wiggle the fucking curtains. Oh, I'm going to die because the ghost is fucking going at my fucking door or whatever. When in real life, the scariest and darkest things are things that are real. Like, when, yeah. That actually, I think that was one thing that truly persuaded me a lot uh, to be an antinatalism is when I like would my friend would tell me videos about the dark web and I maybe yeah. look at a few videos and shit and people will say very extreme shit that is real and has happened and probably does happen to real people like sex slave shit and all this shit and yeah. it's getting their legs surgically removed so they literally can't run away from like yeah. the groomers or what the fuck it is you can just buy your kid like an Amazon fucking gift and shit to fuck in a fucking and keep it in a cellar and shit and all this fuck yeah and it's like yeah people people could be so creatively evil yeah yeah and and people because people ignore that people aren't aware of it and it's like if i say like rape i don't want to have a kid because i don't want it to be raped or something and say like i'm being ridiculous i'm technically not because there's kids no not at all raped or something and people like and people will think like that because um, they'll be like, oh, no, I'm not going to worry about that. Oh, that. oh, I just can't think of it like that. But what? But my question always be to people like that, like, okay, well, what happens if your kid does get bullied at school? What happens if your kid just isn't happy? What happens if your kid turns out to be a little piece of shit? And yeah. I, I, that's another big thing for me. I hate people in general, so my standards would be way too high for a kid. If my kid was yeah. a basic bitch, I'd instantly be like, I've wasted 20 years of my life for just some basic bitch flicking from Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some little fucking cringy TikTok kid. But them. people never never think of that. They don't <laughs> think about the fact that they might not like their yeah, child. Kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't, it's the unknown. But then, obviously, they have the argument, it's the unknown, so it could be good and it could be worth it. Yeah. So, obviously, we're not exactly completely in the right either because no one is. But both, both sides of the coin are just as valid and they both need to be just as known to everyone in the world. And yeah. to, everyone needs to know what the fuck antinatalism is. Just like everyone needs to knows what what having a kid is, because yeah. we don't necessarily know. So not mm-hmm. one's right over the other. They're both valid. So they both need to be known to everyone, so every individual can come to their own conclusion and think more and think more like that, and then do what they really want. So maybe then, when they are a parent, there's more of a chance of it them being good parents and intelligent yeah. parents and wise parents, because it's what they really wanted to do. They thought of every outcome. And they prepared for every outcome and they prepared themselves more as a person and, and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Well said. Thank you. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let me jump into one of the next question. Um, so what has been the response to your music overall? Uh, my music? Yeah. What does it mean? Uh, what my opinion or what, what people... No, like, what, what, yeah, what, are, what, are, what do... What have people expressed to you about it? What's been the response? You know, from well, um, when I try to put it on channels because everyone cares about high production value and fronting and trying to be cool like some fucking petty bitch, and my shit will be low production value and actually a bit different and a bit hard to understand. A lot of like, I will get a lot of people like, "Oh, this is trash," and it'll just usually just be shit people. And it'll like, now I'm open for criticism, but it's like if you just say I'm shit, like how am I supposed to improve upon that? You're just saying I'm shit. They're just trying to stop me and make me give up. That's all they're trying to say about that. Yeah. So obviously, I've had a lot of that. Basically, it's just it's just a case of like I always try and get on channels and like 
all these channels get all these hundreds of songs sent to them and they'd rather just pick shit that would clout because obviously they want to have a business and make money. Mm-hmm. They'd rather do that than shit. They won't pick a song that's better, but it has low production value, so therefore the general public just see it as something shit. It's like um, like a mo- if you see a movie or a something else, it needs to be high budget. People won't take something seriously if it's packaged pack it ser- seriously. If someone wants to eat a chocolate bar, they'll pay £5 to eat a Snickers when there's the off-brand Snickers right next to them, which is the exact same fucking thing, but because mm-hmm. it's packaged differently, they're like, oh, I'm not going to do that because they're so ignorant and narrow-minded. Yeah, like people... Yeah, they value things that are more materialistic and money because, well, I guess the logic of that is you work hard for your money, so when you buy something expensive, it feels more of an award or something, and then you naturally, instinctively value it more and shit. Yeah. Hence why people don't really care as much about Netflix and art now because it's, like, more free and there's a lot, a lot of it and shit, or it's more, I don't know, given to you in a sense. Yeah. You technically yeah. free, you pay monthly for Netflix or whatever, but it's more... So it's hard to keep up with all of it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that has been my response so far. I think the only thing is hold that's holding me back, but I'm obviously I'm not hundred percent sure yet. Is just the production value, okay. and obviously, and because I'm someone that learns everything myself, I'm not sure if it's my apparent lack of talent, or if you just need to buy all the best shit and have the cleanest shit. Because every time like I buy new shit to have cleaner production value, it's sort of just like it's, it's instantly a bit better and cleaner and higher production value. Like yeah. the song I released, it's higher production value than like my other videos because I'd use a better camera I spent more money on for a more HD quality picture than other yeah. stuff I've done. Right. And these Final Cut Pro, so when I do effects and that, it'd be a little bit better. So I think, I think my philosophy is it's literally just like that. It's just the Miller. That's all uh-huh. about like, not the talent and music basically just like a flex thing because that's why you get that. And obviously, people do music to please other people and they they make shit that other people want to hear so then it becomes that kind of trashy because obviously the general person is shit and likes the shittest things for the shittest reasons music's old especially music it's not the case for a a film film and even video games it can be a lot of deep meaningful great stuff but music is a lot of my girlfriend broke up with me shallow shit and I get the pay yeah I get fucking ripped (laughs) shit so yeah, obviously when I'm actually trying, and also when you try for more, the the fall is hardest type of thing. I'm trying to make the best music I can, most uh, evolve lyrically and meaningful type of music, and sure. instrumentally I'm trying to expand, like be as diverse with genres and and tones and expression and all that shit. When you aim really high, uh, it's harder for something to be perfect, and it won't be. So there's more of there's more shit to criticize and push it down for type shit. Whereas if I aim for, if I want to make, yeah, for it, me, I'm going to pay. <laughs> That's just yeah. easy. Because Eva can just make a really easy beat and sample someone else's song and yeah. put hi-hats over it. And uh, um, and then just freestyle a bunch of shit because it's literally easier to freestyle what's instinctively registered. Like, it's easier to freestyle about sex because it's in my mind all the time because we all want to fuck. So it just comes to you straight away, like, a lot easier. So it's easy. Yeah sound more talented in something as shallow as shit as that because it's it's so easy it's, it's relatable to everyone and it's an instinctive nature and that's the same with love songs we could say like oh she broke my heart and i was left on the road 
see Wayne at the bus stop, bridge or whatever. And then yeah. the one, there'll be some idiot out there like, I can't really relate to I remember it was at the bus stop. Okay. I remember when I felt left abandoned. And, and it's like that. And that music's so shallow because music, because music's a mixture of emotion and expression. Sure. And it's a mixture right. of talent and intellectual as well. And obviously they expand one or the other. And obviously because people are stupid, a lot of the time they would relate more to the feeling side so if they keep it stupid and open for interpretation it's more likely everyone will like it and get something for it and relate to it and sometimes yeah. fine to take that approach with music and do uh, open for interpretation lyrics and, and popular music is not always necessarily bad or the way it's structured is not always sure about. sure of course um yeah i like to try and take the best of both i like technical music and and simpler music i like to i, I like what i like i try yeah. to use open-minded and uh, I try and I try to like pop, but when I, I hate a lot of it, there'll be like one pop song I like. I'll be like, why not? Like, and and uh, yeah, don't know where the fuck it's going. I keep. I keep <laughs> okay. My okay. Um, do 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 you or have you ever performed your music live? Do you have an interest in moving um, in that direction or I not? Want to, but it's um, it's uh, again money and it's tricky. Yeah. 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 I'm alone. I don't know anyone, so it's tricky. But I really do want to. The only times I've ever done it was when I had to do it for college. Um, and I was okay. Just, and it was really just the same time I just made creep a thing. And then I just, yeah, yeah I'm just going to do my music. What, what did you? Fucking criteria bullshit or whatever. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Forgive me. No, it's fine. Go what you saying. What did you study when you went to college? Um, yeah, music. Music. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was video <laughs> production. <laughs> it's it's music. Or performance or it says music and music performance course sure it was b-tech uh type shit did mm -hmm. that once it tried out university and uh tried to learn i think i just unluckily went to a crappy course and didn't really learn anything and and that's where i found out what dyspraxia because i took a test like do i have a learning disability so i could get some like tuition and help and then they di yeah. diagnosed me with moderate dyspraxia and then okay. uh, and they sucked. They sucked with the fucking tuition, and then it didn't. It didn't hurry up in time, and then I was like, "Well, fuck this. I'm done. I failed the course." So, uh, oh. and, and now I'm going to work. And it. Well, I'm not working at the moment, but I, I try to work, and it's really not the life for me. I don't like it. But at the same time, I try and work at least a couple of days a week, try and get some money because music, unfortunately, is the fucking money. Yeah. And I, yeah. And when I get the money, get hopefully be performing. Yeah. I hopefully. I Wait. think. I think how it is is. Like, I remember I rung someone up, and it's not like, oh, can I get a gig? It's like, no, you have to set up everything about the venue yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like, fucking 50 fucking people that know that fucking was equipment or shit and promotion. So I imagine it'll be a mixture of maybe getting some sort of, uh, you know, like, what models or, or actors will do. Like, you'll have someone to try and help them get gigs or a fucking... Yeah, uh, producer. Uh, yeah, or yeah, a, a modeling show or a fucking or an acting part in a show i think yeah. i think i don't know because i don't know i'm a loner i don't know anything about the industry but i yeah. think it's something to do with that yeah. uh, and i imagine it will probably cost an investment so i might as well yeah. not. uh things like that i'm not thinking about until at least i have something in my hand paper wise to sure. with stuff because my I, I believe my prediction is it's just gonna cost money like i would like to go to a music studio and really clean up my songs and yeah. go to a professional videographer and get everything professionally done and i would like to maybe one day get my uh, song on something like world star hip-hop or a big reputable channel to promote my music and, and so yeah yeah but 
it's all that it's all the paper you need that fucking paper for example yeah. on world star hip-hop you need to pay four thousand pounds to promote your song on it no wow. four thousand dollars to promote uh, holy shit and uh depending on the channel and the channel's success and popularity uh the price can vary and so on yeah uh it's just right. it's funny it's not it's it, and music that our music is at the moment and most people music eat up and think that's talented it's not it's just money the things yeah. Talented as the producers that made the beats and the videographers that did all the crazy effects and and all the storytelling in a video or whatever. They're the talented people, not the person. That, yeah, I thought they'd be. I get the best. I get a fucking cat. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna pussy fucking shit. That's that's anyone can do that. Yeah. Do, uh, are you working on an album? Is that something that you have an interest in doing? Or do, uh, do you prefer to do, like, standalone tracks? I think I just do stand because, like, uh, you know, people don't fucking buy it. I think if I ever were to do an album or a mixtape, it would probably just just to be for a collection if there was ever, like, any cult diehard fans that want to own a physical. Because there's people that want to do shit like that. They're a fan of something. They want to own a physical DVD and shit. So I feel like I'd only do it for yeah. that kind of sake. Because no one gives a fuck about albums anymore. So, like, yeah. it probably wouldn't necessarily be a structured album where the song needs to continue over to this song type of shit. It would just probably be more of a mixtape collection type of uh, okay. strategy. Yeah. Um, and also, because I'm low production value and shit, if I was to maybe do something like that, and if I was... Oh, well, for an album, you need to have, like, a strong cult in the first place, yeah. a fucking fan base. Yeah. And... um. If I wanted to like maybe do it properly, or if I wanted to, re I wouldn't want to remake any of my songs, for example, unless like I could get that perfect production value, make that song completely perfect, yeah, and then have that perfect video to back it up. So um, I guess like I don't have the money and the like, I don't have the circumstantial capability of having everything perfect at the moment. But I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm not I'm not gonna wait ten years for something that could or not happen, could or could not happen. I'm yeah. true. Slumming. I'm truly broke, but I'm not going to let something that's imperfect stop me being who I want to be and make the music I want and try and improve on it and shit. Right. I'm not going to I'm not, I'm not fucking not make music for 10 years just because, like, oh, this fucking hi-hat isn't the crisp and these vocals aren't perfect. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. petty. I can give a fuck. Suck my dick if you don't like it that much. Not you personally, but... <laughs> people but, look. yeah, you can always get lost in that search for perfection, and at some point it's like... It's yeah, not, I'm, I'm yeah. starting to realise, like, because sometimes I can spend eight hours fix on, fixating on something so small. Like, one example is I did a drunk freestyle, um, and there's a part in the song where I go, and I can't actually look at a weird snort noise, and I was like, oh, fuck, and I started feeling really insecure about that, but I kind of already dropped it, and I was like, oh, shit. But then I'd listen to, like, some really successful like do you know of bjork yeah sure mm -hmm. yeah i i heard it i heard her do it in her and that's in her one of her release songs i heard a little little noise and yeah. I was like, what the fuck? all right maybe all right maybe i'm just being a bit too insecure about it and i'll yeah. hear um, a new six nine song because i like trashy music as well unfortunately at least i'm aware that it's trashy and shit and all yeah like, obviously you don't have to take music seriously and shit but um all the time um if it's yeah, it could, it could be a nice drinking song to bop to, as long as you're yeah. aware of the shitness and you're not naive to it. Um, yeah, in his song, he does it quite a few times, I think, and that song has 200 million views and blah blah. Yeah. So sometimes when you fixate, you're you're maybe a little bit too insecure about something. Like maybe you're just waste. Obviously, the clock's ticking. Maybe you wasted too much time with this shit. Maybe I shouldn't waste fucking five hours applying my makeup 
or should, I should shouldn't waste like ten hours in the gym trying to get the perfectly defined abs and shit. Maybe mm-hmm. like fuck it. Maybe I'm gonna just fucking do what I'm gonna do anyway. Because maybe I shouldn't have to rewrite this bar. Because what I'm saying in the first place is already more than what everyone else is fucking doing anyway. Maybe I don't have to think that every tattoo needs to mean something. Because my fucking designs look better than everyone else's shitty stars or shitty tribal or shitty roses tattoos anyway. And that's like my kind of approach on me and mm-hmm. music. There's as long as I'm always trying to work to improve, I'll always improve. So fuck it. Yeah, I hear you. As long as I don't cap myself, I will never be capped. Like, eventually, when I get that money, like, it will always be a tiny bit better. Maybe it not be perfect and the best thing ever, but it will always be better. I'll always eventually buy that extra cap, like, extra camera fucking equipment or that extra mu- fucking com- physical compression or that extra musical plug-in or compressor or EQer to make it that little bit crisper. Or I may learn an extra scale or an extra time signature or whatever the fuck it is, and I'll yeah. get better. And, and fuck the haters eat mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, no, well said. Um, okay, so this, this, this next question is a bit of a long one. So uh, I've said for a long time that I think the subject of antinatalism, uh, both as a subject and as an aesthetic of sorts, has oh. all this potential um to influence um different forms of what i guess you could call extreme music for lack of a better way to say it stuff like metal black metal and i do kind of feel like slowly that's starting to happen where it's slowly starting to you know uh, be a part of more music be a subject that's a a part of more music um do you have any thoughts on 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 that on on like on antinatalism's potential to influence art in the future uh okay and in an artistic sense okay um well, for me, like I said, I, I didn't even know any of this shit. So, if, like, if you want to send me links, links, I always want to check out new music and sure, yeah. Like, because obviously, like, I'm passionate about music. I want to find something new that excites me, or I could learn off, or whatever. Yeah, I'll come to new music, um, and that's what I'm trying to do. No, I, with me, it's uh, no one's talking about any of the shit I'm thinking about, and I want to feel because either they're too pussy to, or they're yeah. too oblivious to, uh, and I don't want to. What's the point? What's the point of me trying to be the next Metallica when there's already a Metallica? What's the point of me making yeah. a song about sex, or at least for every song when there's already a trillion songs about sex? Mm-hmm. Already, I wouldn't be surprised if there was literally a trillion songs for love songs. There's definitely at least mm-hmm. billions. At least, oh, of course. Yeah. So my logic is like, what's the point in me doing that? What the hell do I have to do yeah. that? So yeah. with me, it's like I'll try and be me, but I'm trying to like stand in my own kind of zone and so lyrically and even soundscape wise i'm always trying to like make my own sound and have my own point of opinion and say and say the things people don't say so i guess if there is shit like that popping up then that's cool people that i want want to hear things about different shit yeah yeah Yeah, i'll send you some links yeah do that (laughs) Yeah, that. it's like, you know, it's not a ton of people, but it's like every year well, it's more yeah. and more slowly people are exploring. There may, there may be something to do with, I guess, maybe population. And uh, yeah. when something's still small, they'll be a little bit bigger in it. But that's, yeah. that's still something, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I guess my opinion on it is, is uh, yeah, people should be more like that because, again, they can make a, just like you can uh, improve your mind and be more... Uh, aware and wiser things you can uh, maybe make someone good at it maybe you can make it sound funny with it like for example uh ricky gervais he's uh practically yeah. he, he's a comedian yeah. he, he turns it into humor and then he's sending his message out he's sending a message out and he's doing it in a fun entertaining way so maybe people will laugh and be like oh wait a minute he's making a valid point as well and type shit yeah. and we can help each other understand each other as well and get the fuck along with each other and 
and yeah, it'll be all shit, it'll be all good. So yeah, yeah. I guess my opinion on is um, that sounds good. I don't know anything about it, uh, but I want to know more about it, and I, I, I want more people to know about shit like that. Sweet. Yeah, I'll definitely send you some links for some really great stuff. Um, so you actually released a brand new track yesterday at the time of this recording. Uh, it's June 1st right now. Uh, it's called Slit. I loved it. Um, can you tell me anything about this track? Uh, yeah, the song um, the song I made, it took about six months because I was going through a little bit of a phase where I was being very insecure in particular about any, everything. Like, obviously, music can go up and down. Obviously, sometimes you can kind of, your brain can fuck with you and try and question type of shit. I was going through that kind of phase. So it yeah. took me six months to do this song. Also the song This Is It, that also took me about four or five months to do. Um, Cause, um, and that's why I've tried to, I'm obviously trying to make the best songs I can, but I'm recently figuring out I need to hurry the fuck up as well. I can't spend a whole year making two songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking ticking. I need to hurry the fuck up. So I'm trying my best to uh, be productive, but make the best of my time, but still make the music better and so on. And to not overfixate on things and spend eight hours on something I shouldn't and just fuck get on with it, if that makes sense. Right. But, but Slit, I was the process of it, at least, I was in that kind of mindset. So, like, the way I was saying everything, it took me like eight hours to even come up with the melody because I was just so insecure about it and shit. And I was trying to look at every YouTube tutorial I could to try and learn how to mix it at the best of my capability and shit. Um, and that's why the song ended up as, as like really something I'm really like, proud of and really like because I literally even the most insecure me like kind of like liked it. So even yeah. my worst mood and I'm the insecure side can still be like, no, nah, this fucking bops. The lyrics are on it, the beat is on it. It's original. It's, it's still expressive. It's it's ticking all the boxes I want to do with like good lyrics, good lyrical flow, not cringy, not a boomer and outdated something new, something interesting, something emotional, compassionate, something meaningful, and all those things. Yeah. I was like, at least ticking all the boxes I wanted and shit. Sometimes in music, you can't tick all the boxes. Sometimes yeah. you have to push one more. Maybe a beat will be simpler, but the lyrics will be more in-depth, or vice versa, the lyrics will be simpler, and the the, uh, the experience of the song will be more in-depth, like uh, melodically, rhythmically, and structurally, and so on. Um, uh, but yeah, the, so so uh, like beat wise, um, it's like a mixture of, uh, as I said before, you know, uh, Gen or Thor music. Yeah. Um, it's like a mixture of that because I'm a big fan of that type of music and I'm a big fan of trap and I like to combine shit. And I've always been, I've always liked trap and metal since I like the metal as the instrumental part and I like the rappers, the storytelling part. In yeah. a sense, that's why I make a lot of dark metally rappy kind of shit or whatever. Um, the song, lyrically, like the, what, what the song is about, is about, um, a, like, kind of, like I said with all this front shit, there's a, like, I was always been a gothic person, and back in my day, but back in my day, uh, yeah. Big Goth was like a geeky, frowned upon thing, yeah. and now Goth is kind of not a goth anymore, it's kind of like, they're trying to, like, pose and be edgy, and it's mm -hmm. like, musically as in song-wise and lyrically and what it means to be maybe a different person and standing your own two feet and stick up for what you want to do and not be a part of what everyone else wants you to be like a social convention type of thing like the new wave of metal let's say on a new wave of trap is wait one second my ball squeaking up yeah sure metal or rap is like trap metal is what they call it is what the new metal is and what the new kids like and it obviously yeah the actual metal and, and actual goth is obviously starting to become a thing of the past. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, 
and obviously these kids are just a bunch of stunting, posy little bitches, or because I'm someone that, like, I'm quite an envious person in a way sometimes. Like, when someone is a spoiled little shit and they're ungrateful, or when someone is, like, so their ex didn't text them back, and they're like, oh, fucking hell, my life's terrible. <laughs> Even though, obviously, I'm a bit of a hypocrite. I was like that at one point. But, like, sure. people make songs like that, and people have, like, stunt composers like that, and then that obviously gets more valued than actual real genuine passion and an actual real hardship so that's sort of right. what the first part of the song is about it's about that so like all these kids want is pathetic aesthetic shit same old songs and then they just end up forgetting it and all that kind of shit and then it sort of slowly turns into like me talking about spoiled little shit sort of thing people that don't try it and people that aren't to the full potential and give up type shit and i'll turn it to like um i've gone through some actual fuck shit like people try and stunt acting yeah. like oh Oh, slip wrist, blah blah shit. But if I actually slip my wrist, they're like, oh, oh, what the fuck are you doing? They're feeling cringy because they're just all about the stunt. Where I'm like the person that's actually gone through some fuck shit. I've actually yeah. been a goth. I've actually been discriminated, not just because I'm a goth, just because I am who I am and I'm different. And people to this day still don't have a problem with it to the point where the jobs I even have aren't stable because people want to professionally get me fucking fired because they just don't like me. And yeah. so on. Um, and so it kind of, I talk about like, kids being ungrateful and I'm going through some fuck shit and you're not. As in, like, I wake up to my bipolar mum fucking crying, you wake up to stable parents and then you are still whining. My mum ends up in the hospital multiple times a year, which has happened sometimes yeah. in the past. Your little, yeah, your little slut won't text you back and your anxiety's brought you to tears. I'm basically, like, I'm saying, like, you're a fucking... The song's basically saying, like, you're an emotional pussy, you're a little stunting bitch. You, you're not, like, actually fuck like me. Stop fucking trying to like stunt some fucking sh shit to be cool and shit. Um, like, and trying to fucking flex when you don't know what it's actually like to actually feel fucked up, actually slit your wrist, actually feel fuck shit. And then it, and then it goes to, like the chorus, like slit, and that's like the chorus, like you don't yeah. know what it's like to feel blood run down your wrist, to see all the meat and yellow fat, no, this ain't no movie shit type of yeah. thing. It's in real life, if you see real gore, it's not yeah. how the movies type of thing. Right. And obviously me saying that is, I guess, one way of proving my knowledge of it. Since when I slit my throat and my arms, I'd see me fucking, it looks like a fucking butcher shop and shit. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Like shit. Like you'll see some yellow bits of fats and that. Obviously yeah. a bit of detail into to make, you know, to help the listener imagine more of something realistic and, yeah, you know, stuff like that. As in a book where you explain something in more detail and more real more tangible, more, more, oh, fucking hell, that, that's what it's really like. And now, uh, yeah, that goes to the chorus. And then the second part of the song where it switches is, um, like, the part where I basically, I guess, in a way, prove that by saying or start opening up, like, some of the really fucked, essentially controversial lyrics in my head, like, well, say bars, like, I'll relate to the kids that shoot up the schools, might take some nice lies, will also take fools, ain't one of a kind, or the jewels type of shit. I mean, mm -hmm. saying no one's special, so, like, so I'm saying, like, I relate to someone that shoots up a school because I get why they do it. Because if you shoot, if you shoot up a row row of people, yes, you're killing some nice people, but you will also kill some cunts. So, mm -hmm. so I, I I'm not gonna do it myself because I don't feel I have the right to fucking uh, justify my own opinions on others or what type of shit. But yeah. I hate people. Some people do. I uh, would be better off not here type of shit or not existing at all. Sure, sure. And that's why, like. And I just say it how it is, in my opinion of that, and fuck what they feel, like, fuck what they think. And then the, mm -hmm. and the second part of the song is like, yeah, this isn't a front, this is 
this is like my real problem. I'm real music. I've been here before. Yeah. Other similar, because what's happened is slightly similar artists. They didn't exactly copy me, and obviously uh -huh. it was kind of emo and gothic and this. It'll always kind of be a thing. People always be kind of depressed, um, and obviously other new like a new wave came of emo rap or goth rap. Um, but it's still at the same time I was here first. I dropped my song in 2016. I have, yeah. I have like a it's cringy as fuck, but I have a concert of um when I, when I was uh, like 15 and shit in uh, 20 uh, fucking 2012, winning some competition and shit, and I'm screaming over rap beats and that. So yeah. sort of like basically like I guess essentially real gothic or real emotion or real like hard shit. It's been undershunned because it's less relatable to she won't. Yeah. Back, oh no, yeah, bitch, <laughs> type shit. And I guess like my song is kind of like my envious, narcissistic, like angry, nihilistic response to like that. And sure, sure. also at the same time, kind of opening up a bit to like myself. And yeah. also in the vi um, the video, like I'm half, it's half of me when I don't have a tattoo and half of me when I have my face tats. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was sort of, um, it wasn't all like fairly plat, like, not everything was planned out, but it was sort of, um, I was just getting my tattoos at the same time I was going to start recording the video. So I was like, oh, I could, I could maybe do something with this and make that uh, complement the meaning of the song as well. Or, or I could work with this and make it just something interesting for the video for variety. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and, um, and halfway through the song, we're just a little kind of crazy shit like the and like, yeah, yeah. like the build to the next song because I wasn't saying anything lyrically um I would I, I, there was gonna originally be lyrics then but like I, I just couldn't make it fit because I pump up the tempo and shit and I just couldn't make it work so I just made it sure. kind of like weird uh I just want to do it like as a just a uh, build up an emotional build up to the next part of the song so I decided to do that instead like a dramatic build up since it sounds cinematic and dark and shit but then uh yeah for the for the visuals I um I decided to kind of like what I did was like you know when you see like the spra like the sprass of a second you see some like weird colourful sprass yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actual words that say something. So like for that bit I did like I was trying to like it's kinda of, it's kinda of like words, um like words that would like people have said to me, but because I'm sort of like uh I only think of me and because and I'm I have a kind of treat to be treated kind of attitude it's sort of like i'm saying like oh you ugly piece of shit you should do this and do that as a kind of symbolist symbol symbolist symbolism symbolic symbolic type shit yeah uh, so yeah i decided to kind of fuck with that and maybe try and uh you know sure. just make as much depth and, and symbolism and maybe cr try and make a few layers as well but obviously yeah. it's like Oh, you put ugly for a second. That makes it really deep and meaningful. Cause you yeah. put like an ugly guy. The colours that represent sadness and blah blah blah. Like, I'm, not, I'm not gonna take it that far. Like, cause right, right, right. Born in a graveyard. If I wanted to be that pretentious, I could be like, oh yeah, the, the graveyard represents the death of the old me and the birth of the. And I could say, well, right, 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 like that. It but, wasn't heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah. The case was, I just live right next to a graveyard that looks pretty, and I was like, okay, I'll do a video here. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I try to make actual meaning, that's the thing. I don't try to make pretentious, gibberish meaning. Right. I make actual meaning. And more of that symbolism, undertone meaning, could be more something that I'm not aware of. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, that, uh, I think so that I comes through very well. Yeah. yeah.
So you also set uh, another premiere to happen on the thirtieth of next month on your YouTube yeah. channel. So it's an, it's another new song that's gonna that's gonna drop next month. Um, I don't you know obviously I don't exp- I don't want you to have to reveal too much, but what can you tell me about uh, this next track that's coming uh, up? Yeah, that's fine. I'm not like leaving it mystery. I'm just trying to kind of like drop it throughout the year so it feels a bit. Yeah. This I like that. That's the only reason I'm doing it. Because if you drop like 30 songs at once, not, no one's going to listen to 30 songs no, at once. That's not smart. Whereas yeah. you do like, I don't know, throughout the year, it'll, it'll feel more like, new. oh, there's a new song by, oh, there's another new song, or, and, and it'll feel more consistent. And yeah, something relevant, to look forward you know? to. Yeah, um, that's the only reason I do it. The song's called This Is It, and that song is about um, me basically being trapped in the town I am for the rest of my life, like my belief in that. And uh, me talking about stuff like how unstable minimum wage jobs can be and uh, what it's like to kind of be slumbing and working off jobs and being someone like me where like people hate you so much where they literally want to get you fired. And me talking about how even if even when they do treat me with respect and I do get respect at work, I like working isn't for me, like it makes me depressed type of shit. And uh, it's just like the song's mainly about that and then a little bit of my philosophical hate for chubby people and slummy kind of people trying to fuck with me type of shit. Mm-hmm. And then Boris is basically like, yeah, I'm still a creep, I'm still lurking in the gutters, trapped in this fucking town around petty little fuckers. No chance to escape bottling up with hate. I'm a rotten estate for the rest of my days. This is it. This is it. And that's like the chorus. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit of kind of like, I have all this anger and fucked thoughts and I'm going to just have to try to put up with it because I'm just stuck here in this tough shit. That's, yeah, that's essentially what that song's about. And, awesome. Uh, okay, looking forward to that. The only thing I don't like about the song is like I it's maybe a, it's a little bit draggy. I should maybe you took away one of the choruses, but obviously not everyone's song's perfect. But the reason it's so long is because I'm trying to practice more being in depth about what I'm talking about, so it makes sure and sure be more and it's more explanatory. And that's what okay. that song is. It's 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 better lyrically than slit, but as a song as a whole, I slightly prefer slit. Okay. And okay. Like, kind of like, yeah, or whatever. But obviously, not as in the song shit. Every song has different, something different to value from it. Yeah, and the so- thumbnail is highly intriguing. I'm looking forward to finding out what uh, that's yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, because of the video visually, it was, I rec- finally I recorded the, the second half of the Slit song. Uh, that was the same night I recorded the, the This Is It song because it was literally like the night, the day after it was going to be locked down. So oh, I was, yeah. Like, all right. Should we hire up like and fucking do these videos while like while we can? And then at the moment we're still in lockdown, but we're just gonna be real bellies and just do a fucking video anyway. Yeah. Saying <laughs> so, I'm gonna be doing another video soon. It on Okay. Wait, um Cool. So, but, well that that new track will be out by the time this goes up, so that'll be everybody can go like, check that out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit more visually kind of boring and it's six minutes long. So I basically wow. tried my best to like put as much visual effects and make it look as kind of like rappy and high budget as possible like doing yeah. you know, the visual effects you see in uh, modern modern rap videos or modern music videos and it's nice. like okay. that's yeah exciting. yeah that's why you've seen like a weird fucking tentacle type my mouth and, yeah yeah it's like what the hell yeah. is that <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome so, yeah. okay Fun. Uh, um, what do you most hope to achieve with Creep uh, what, what, and your work as a whole? What do you, uh, what do you at this rate, it's literally I'm literally mostly just doing it for the sake of like the music for me. Yeah. So when I have a bad day, I can like have my song to listen to. And um, I guess also that's what the, that's the primary reason. And then I guess the reason for like wanting a fan base, I guess it's just to try and 
find people out there that would maybe genuinely love me, me for me, genuinely love my music for the way it is, and then um, maybe if it could be someone I actually genuinely like, and then I can maybe help them, and it's better than nothing, it's something. Yeah. Or even someone I hate and despise, I guess hopefully I can at least help them maybe improve, or maybe at least have a better taste in music. So okay. Nothing. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, just try to grow it as much as I can. But obviously, because I'm choosing to be genuine and real, the reality is I'm not probably very likely never going to be big, big. But I don't care about being big, big. I just care about actually the real thing. And my yeah. goal is just to potentially just have a stable cult fan base for the rest of my life or while I'm here. Yeah, and just be able to form my fucking music and just express myself and do, and do my finger for like ten fucking fans. That'll do. And then us awesome. fans, we can be in. And and also to make and also I want Creek to just make that space for me in the world since I guess I'm someone that in a way I don't have a place in this world even though that sounds emo but I kind of don't. I hear you. So yeah. I'm like fuck you. I'm gonna yeah. make my own fucking space. This is my space. You can get yeah. myself like back the fuck up. This is my like if I'm gonna be on a stage performing I'll be like fuck you. This is my moment. I'm not gonna let anyone fucking stop it. Throw a fucking bottle in my face. I'm not gonna fucking stop yeah. shit. And it and and it's like that. It's like it's, awesome. it's basically a stand for me. Me trying to be the best I can be. Yeah. Trying to do the most I can. And uh, yeah, and that's what my music's very, yeah. That's basically Sweet. What I yeah, I respect that. Awesome. Um, I wanted to say quickly, I really like your videos on Instagram you've been doing. I, I caught a little bit of the live stream yesterday, although I was having connection issues, so I couldn't yeah, stay. Okay, I, do you plan on doing more of that? I mean, and. Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, I hate social media and I've always found it cringy. And I think I always. Yeah. Will, but. At the same time, it's the only it's the only way a fan can it's the closest a fan can have to hanging out with me if I'm doing the live, yeah, yeah, or or getting to know me or spoon feeding the knowledge of my music and try and fucking spoon feed that why my music's good to people because they're too stupid to understand it. I'm like, oh, this lyric is this because blah blah blah. I used to, uh, and it's like that. Just my Instagram is just basically promoting me and my music and shit. But it's you. You are kind of producing like like uh, some different kinds of content. Though, like your fun, like your kind of comedic yeah, videos. Like they're yeah. really funny. I mean, I, lot, I yeah, because I obviously a lot of you're doing that too much. They're like, oh, on Instagram, I have to have a pitch like this, and I have to do a tag yeah. like this and that shit. But they're just making some boring ass shit. I'm not doing. That. I'll just do a fuck I want. I just, I'll just do some. Uh, and obviously, I'm meant to be real, so that's sort of yeah. like Instagram. So I'll just. I'll say whatever the fuck I want on the camera. I'm not going to rehearse it. And be like, oh no, I need to say it like this. Particularly, I keep re recording it. Yeah, I'll, I hear I'll you. Take it. And when I start, I start, I don't give a fuck. Someone's going to dist up my fucking. I got sweaty armpits one day when I'm douching or something. Like, All right, fucking, what? I don't give a fuck. That's sort of the point. And then the people that actually like that, then they might yeah. actually fuck with me, and then I can have a place in the world and and create that creep cult, and we can all have that little creep cult. Where it's alright to be weirdo, it's alright to be a freak. Nothing wrong with it, as long as you're not doing anything bad. Weirdos welcome, freaks welcome, everyone welcome. Blacks and whites and Mexicans and every race and gender and transgender welcome. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, do you hope to continue to explore the subject of antinatalism in your music? In I'm sure. Yeah, well, my, my, with me with music, because everyone can make songs about my girlfriend broke up with me for every song and album. I have the same. Uh, I have the same kind of look on that. As if I want to make a song about the same subject over and over, I'm gonna do it. If I want to say it in every song, I'm gonna say so like, yeah, I will. I'm probably very like, probably, yeah, I will make more songs about antinatalism or throw little bits and bobs in here. I think I keep throwing bits and bobs in there. 
like in slur i say a bar like if i could i would shoot a child in the face because all i see is the adult it will be one day mm -hmm. that's kind of like some very extreme uh versions of antinatalism and i throw it in here and there okay uh, since obviously antinatalism can technically uh connect with everything since its existence and life and so on so it can be quite oh i'll say an antinatalist bit here or something yeah uh, so, so yeah, I will. I probably, I don't know ever if I should call it Antinatalist Two or just a different song title. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I will uh, when I get around to it, and when yeah, when I get around to it, since music needs to be a mixture of emotion and and planning and all that. All that sure. All right. Well, I'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where can people find your work, and do you have anything that you wish to plug? Uh, well, it's just uh, yeah. The only way I do it is uh. Well, I guess the best way for someone to find my music is if you type All I Am Creep, it'll usually come up with my most viewed song and then right. just click my channel there and find it. That's usually that what was, I tell people. That was the first track, right? The one that got like 100,000 yeah. views? Yeah, it's a great one. Okay. Yeah, I That's love it too. To but the only reason people don't like it is because it's low production as fuck. But if it had that perfect production, then people would be like, it probably would have fucking got a mil. It fits though. I don't know. Like it's yeah, I, I like, very appropriate. I like, yeah, I like it because it has the rawness to it. Because I'm genuinely slumming as fuck, so my yeah. shit genuinely raw. I'm not making it raw on purpose. Right. I'm not making it low quality. Well, sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. And some like I kind of like it because it gives that actual genuine like I'm slumming. This is some raw unmixed hi hat fucking piercing through or whatever. So I can't. I kind of like it. Well, obviously Sweet. not everyone does. Um, but yeah, that's how you could. That's the only way you could find my uh, my music without any links. And then the other ways that I just can get a hold of a link, like if you left the link or whatever. Or I, or I try to leave links in my fucking shit. That's the only yeah. way you can kind of find shit like that now. So yeah. you memorize a title, hope it comes up, even though sometimes that doesn't happen. Or get a fucking link, well, especially when you're fucking underground as fuck like me. Yeah, I, I think I'm literally like the most underrated underground thing. Like I fucking found and shit, but I'm <laughs> bad at finding music and researching myself. I'm not saying uh -huh. I am the best or I am, the, but like out of everyone I fucking listen to, like there's always someone shitter than me that's doing better. That's why I'm like I should get what I fucking deserve. At least deserve a cult. When <laughs> you're off with it, bitch. Huh, huh, gets gets fucking fame clap. <laughs> uh, let's wait and see. But I'm gonna do it nice. for the rest of my life any either way. I'm gonna do it till I die. Hell yeah. It's yeah. just a case of we'll wait and see. I'm gonna do it for myself. I have my free fans, so I can fuck with my free fans, and I'll do it for my fucking me, myself and my mum and my free fans for now, and it's all chill. Uh huh. And if there's, if there's more, technically, that's more of my message and more of what I want to do and more positivity, hopefully. But if not, then fuck it. Just fuck my free fans. Yeah. So that's my mentality on it at the minute. All right, well, that's fantastic. Well, Creep, uh, thank you so much for being here with me today on Exploring Antinatalism. Uh, I think you are incredibly talented. I really do. I think uh, I, I really hope more people start paying attention to what you're doing and what you're making. It's great stuff, maybe, and uh, I just really appreciate you. Maybe one day these kids will grow up. So who knows until then? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where the chips fall. It's but like, yeah, yeah, right. Cool. This was... uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate this. This was, this was, this was fun. Absolutely, Obviously, yeah. Thank you. It might be my dyspraxia. I'm not the best at like making, like sticking to my points and being a bit blabbery and um, no, waffly, rambly. But uh, you know, I still have a lot to fucking say, and I know I do, and that's why I say it. Uh, that's why I'm not fucking. I'm
I'm not holding back, bitch. No, no, never <laughs> hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back for these fucking bitches. <laughs> Please subscribe to Creep on YouTube, and also be sure to check out his SoundCloud and Instagram accounts. Links below. Thank you for listening to the Exploring Antinatalism podcast. Once again, this has been Old Fan. You can find me at Furwolf Films on YouTube, as well as keep up with my daily antinatalist news updates at Antinatal News on Twitter. Please follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and email us at exploringantinatalism at gmail.com. The podcast can be listened to on our YouTube channel, Exploring Antinatalism Podcast, as well as Buzzsprout and iTunes. We also have a new website, still under construction, www.exploringantinatalism.com. Podcast artwork donated by the incredible Life Sucks. All the best, and bye for now.